0: Hour number two Bruce Hooley show on a Friday begins with Jack Windsor, the Ohio press network. It will begin with Jack in a moment. Here's just a snippet of the press conference downtown. This is assistant chief Greg Boddicker with a new wrinkle in the uh, investigation related to the uh, stolen Porsche, the bank robbery, the subsequent shootout with police, one suspect dead, one officer wounded. Uh, Greg Boddicker, Greg Bodker, excuse me, downtown moments ago. Thank you to all of you that, joined us yesterday afternoon, last night, throughout the night to provide updates to the community. Uh, Those paid off. We've been conducting search warrants and interviews throughout the night. As we stand here this morning, we are conducting search warrants and interviews. We have taken people into into custody and conducted interviews. However, we believe that there is a third party that is still out, still unidentified. I'd like to thank you. I'd like to thank the community. Most importantly, as I talked about yesterday afternoon, there's an officer in the hospital behind me that his life was saved by his partners in patrol that got him here quickly. The doctors and staff at Grant Hospital. They performed miracles here, and they did that yesterday. There you go, that's uh, Assistant Chief Greg Botker. so uh, still looking for one additional suspect. Now let's bring in Jack Windsor, the ohiopressnetwork.com. You can follow Jack on Twitter and you should subscribe to the Ohio Press Network dot com uh jack man scary shut down i-70 in both directions yesterday uh thankfully uh, the absolute uh, worst from a perspective of the police is that we had one officer wounded but man what bravery and valor those guys showed in uh in uh, neutralizing a really tough situation
1: yeah they sure did and you know we hope for the the speedy and full recovery of the officer and uh hopefully they're able to apprehend uh that third suspect but yeah it's a terrifying situation and uh you know, it's it's just a reminder of how important police work is and how important it is. And I'm, I'm trying not to put the cart before the horse, but it's important to make sure that if there are people who have a, a criminal history and have committed crimes, that we, um, one, make sure that they are uh, penalized and punished uh, yep. according to the crimes that they've committed. Um, but I don't want to go that far down that road. But, yeah, it's a pretty scary situation.
0: Definitely so. Uh, also, scary situation in a different way. Uh, But lives are on the line with this uh, effort in Ohio. We'll start with the August special election, raising the threshold for amending the state constitution from 50 percent plus one to 60 percent. That was uh, hatched, proposed and placed into a special election uh, in an attempt to make it more difficult to ingrain abortion uh, into law in Ohio, the right to abortion. We have a heartbeat bill which preserves life after six weeks. It's not being uh, enforced right now because of one activist judge in Cincinnati. We had the signatures on the petitions turned in this week, and it's uh, alarming to me, Jack, that they turned in uh, quite a few more signatures than they needed to turn in to get on the ballot. They have to be certified, but they certainly didn't have any problem finding people who want to abort more babies.
1: No, they didn't. Um, And, you know, a reminder, though, it's, it's very common. For maybe half of those signatures to be valid. And I'm certain that the Secretary of State's office and, you know, through the boards of election will be scrutinizing and, and making sure that every single one of those signatures is valid. It is scary, but look, Bruce, if you tell someone something long enough, they'll believe it. And one of the challenges with uh, what's going on in November is that whether it's someone in the press, whether it's Alison Russo in the State House, the way that this is being pitched is that this protects abortion rights. Well, it doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We could go over the language, but I've had this back and forth discussion with several progressives over the past couple of days. And uh, the the language in the proposed amendment is broad enough uh, when it talks about every individual has a right. So every individual includes man, woman, adult, and child. And by the way, There's already a legal precedent that says after the age of 12, a child can protect his or her medical records, and it would take uh, that child giving parents' consent to see the full scope of what's going on. So, you know, that path has already been carved out. Um, But it also is an amendment that would allow minors to transition and abort without parental uh, knowledge or even consent. And it would allow, because of the uh, overly broad language that talks about not just life, but health reasons, uh, it could allow abortion uh, up to birth for things like financial health, emotional health, uh, social health, if you will. Uh, and so it, it really behooves the people who really know what's in there uh, to continuously beat the drum, which is why we're talking about it today.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Jack Windsor is our guest. Jack is the editor of the Ohio Press Network. I'll follow him on Twitter at Jack Windsor. Their site is com. It's well worth the very nominal monthly cost. To be a member, Uh, you and I have talked before about the will of the people of the state of Ohio demonstrated by the fact that we have super majorities of Republicans in the House and Senate. We'll leave aside for the moment whether they actually govern like it. But uh, the state of Ohio, unquenching, uh, unflinchingly, is a center right state. Uh, But that does not guarantee uh that and that and those representatives, those elected representatives in a Democratic Republic enacted the Heartbeat Bill into law. Yes. It is being stopped by uh Christian Jenkins, the inaptly named, the inelegantly named Christian Jenkins, a judge in Hamilton County Common Pleas Court. And you know, the motivation on the left to ingrain abortion rights is real here in Ohio. So what's your read statewide on how this election in the fall will go, in August will go, because that will, uh, of course, set the tone for the ballot initiative in November on abortion. What's your read on the state of Ohio as it concerns this raising of the threshold to amend the Constitution?
1: Well, I'm going to give you just kind of, you know, putting my finger in the air, right, Mm -hmm. and, and giving you my best analysis I think at 50%, uh, we, we run the risk of the November ballot initiative passing. And, and here's why. There are a lot of special interests that are putting money into marketing and advertising campaigns that pitch this as something that it's not, which is what we just talked about. It, it, and so, you know, at the end of the day, the, the, the truth has to cut through all of that noise. And the problem is whether it's social media, whether it's the radio, whether it's TV, um, the the groups that have the monopoly in those places generally line up in favor of this and, and they're calling it really the codification of Roe v. Wade, which is not true. Yeah. Um, and so at 60, at 50%, I, I'm a little bit concerned. Um, I think that August 8th stands. Sure. A lot of confusion. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of that confusion surrounds uh, the, the false ID if this, Passes it's going that essentially uh, citizens cannot pass an amendment or you know they can't uh, create uh, law changes through ballot initiative and they can Um, but sixty percent by the way is lower than the League of Women Voters uh, and their bylaws who's really opposed to this it requires sixty six percent to change theirs the Ohio Democratic Party. percent to change their constitution and ironically both of those groups are lining up and saying 60 percent is out of the ballpark well it takes 66 percent in u.s congress and 75 percent of states to adopt a constitutional amendment there so 60 percent really is just kind of the minimum buy-in um and i think if people start to understand that that august 8th election will go well for the people who want it to uh, want it to pass
0: well i think it's going to have the the churches in the state of ohio are going to have to get involved in this and uh the people who have an authentic faith are going to have to get off the couch and get out there and vote on August the 8th, because if this thing is going to be raised to a 60 percent threshold, uh, in my opinion, it's going to have to be the Christian people in Ohio who contribute mightily to that effort.
1: Yeah. And, and listen, you're going to have to take on some water,
0: right, yep. as, you, as you sail toward
1: this. And, and let me give you an example. Um, we're working on the story and, and actually Cleveland.com beat us to it, so and that's okay. Um, there's already a campaign, one one person, one vote is uh the group that is sending out political mailers that provide recipients with information about the August eighth election, including uh, early voting days, you know, where they can register to vote. Here's the interesting part. The opposite side of the mailer describes the election as critical and says Whom you vote for is private, but whether or not you vote is a matter of public record. We will be reviewing public records following the election to determine whether or not you joined your neighbors in voting. Um, It's quite a shaming campaign uh, that one person, one vote is uh, putting a lot of money behind. And so those are the kind of things, right? And I've already been attacked online for simply stating the truth. This is what the August special election is about. This is what the November ballot initiative is about. And the progressives go apoplectic and lose their collective mind and, uh, you know, slam, slur, insult. And so it's going to take people standing up and having the, uh, you know, intestinal fortitude to be able to stand strong and, and deliver the truth.
0: Jack Windsor, the Ohio Press Network. Follow Jack on Twitter, at Jack Windsor. Uh, you provide uh, invaluable perspectives on these matters. I appreciate you, appreciate your work. and uh We'll stand by, see where it goes, but I know we'll be talking about this a lot more as we work our way toward August.
1: We sure will. Thanks for the chance to talk today, Bruce. God bless you.
0: You bet. Jack Windsor uh, does a great job, man. The Ohio Press Network, they are invaluable. Uh, The media in central Ohio is no different than the media everywhere else. They are decidedly progressive, and they will tell you that this is about preserving abortion rights. That's a nice way of saying. Uh, We would like to dismember as many children in the womb as we can possibly get our forceps on. I know it sounds a little boy who cried wolfish to say what seemingly somebody says about every single election coming up, that this is the most consequential election ever. And if we don't win it, if it doesn't go the way that we want it to go, that, the country will be or our state will be irreparably damaged. Uh talking with Jack Windsor the Ohio Press Network about the August ballot initiative special election to raise the threshold for amending the state constitution to 60%. Why is that on the ballot? There's no doubt it's on the ballot to make it harder for abortion lovers. They're not activists. They're not you know, women's rights supporters that Reproductive freedom, any euphemism they use, they love abortion. It is their sacrament. The sacrifice of children on the altar of sexual promiscuity is their most cherished thing. And they know that if the standard to amend the Constitution to ingrain abortion into law is raised to 60%, it will become demonstrably harder for them to do it. The state of Ohio went through its normal procedure. This is my response to people who say, oh, well, why are you using a special election? You know, you said the special election was going away. too expensive. We weren't going to use special elections anymore. This is an attempt by the religious right, by uh, MAGA extremists, to deny people in the state of Ohio their true vote. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. We have a law in Ohio enacted the normal way. It's proposed. The six-week heartbeat bill, abortion ban, it's proposed either in the House or Senate. It gets read on the floor. It gets voted on by one chamber. It goes to another chamber. It's up for debate. It passes. The governor signs it or he doesn't. If he doesn't and the General Assembly wants to make it a law, they override his veto. Well, in the case of the Heartbeat bill, it passed through normal procedures. That's the law of the state of Ohio. And you have one judge, one, in Hamilton County. There are 88 counties in Ohio, okay? So this guy's not like some special uber-authoritative jurist. One common police court judge overrides it for the entire state. Let me be clear on this. Let me be extremely, exceedingly unmistakably, unequivocally clear on this. Hamilton County Common Pleas Court Judge Christian Jenkins is a serial killer. He will be made to answer someday for his part in the murder of an untold number of innocent unborn children who have been aborted in this state since his injunction, putting the heartbeat bill's enforcement on hold. He is a serial killer. Can he be spared the eternal consequences of that? Of course. That is the amazing thing about God's love for us and about Christ's sacrifice at the cross is that it is impossible to out-sin that grace. But you have to claim it, repent of your sin, and live authentically out of gratitude for God making his son available to suffer for our penalty. So we have a law. So for the left to say, Oh, well, you guys are finagling. You guys are messing with the system. Yeah, we are because you've messed with the system. You've messed with the system and used one activist judge to keep the law from being enforced. So that's a very consequential part of the upcoming election. The other issue that is hanging out there, not in the state of Ohio, but federally, and this hinges entirely on the outcome of the 2024 presidential election, is what is the future of free speech in this country? What is the future of free speech in this country? Are you going to have free speech or are you not going to have free speech? Are you going to be silenced? sanctioned for saying things that the people in charge don't like. Now, you can say, no, that's not what they do. They don't silence you just because you say something they don't like. They silence you for misinformation, for damaging information. No. No. Remember when, if you said, you know, I'm not really sure about the vaccine and what it'll do to my DNA, it's a new technology, I'm not really... You couldn't say that, even though I played you a comment yesterday from Mark Zuckerberg saying the exact same thing before it was illegal to say it.
1: We just don't know the long-term side effects of of basically modifying people's um, DNA and RNA.
0: Couldn't say that after a certain time, or Zuckerberg would have been canceled from his own platform. Zuckerberg is one of the leading proponents of censoring free speech in this country. He just debuted a new big aspect to his meta platform yesterday. It's called Threads. It's meant to be a ripoff of Twitter, and it's meant to put Twitter out of business. They don't shrink from the portrayal of Threads as the Twitter killer. And you get to Threads via an invitation from Instagram. Instagram is a Facebook platform. They bought it out because it was a threat to Facebook. So on the first day of its debut, Threads, Zuckerberg's version of Twitter, and he hired people who were fired at Twitter to come in and put this thing together. So they stole proprietary information to put it together. 30 million people opened a Thread account through their Instagram account. And they started to follow people on Threads that they follow on Twitter, people like Brandon Tatum, Officer Tatum, Salem Radio Network, D.C. Drano, Donald Trump Jr., other people. Oh, look what happened when you went to do that yesterday on threads. Instantly, you were warned, this account posts misinformation. You may not want to follow this account. Conservatives who were trying out threads said, This is like Twitter pre-Elon Musk. No thanks. I'm done with this. I'll cancel my thread account. Oh, do you know what popped up on their screen? Canceling your Thread account also cancels your Instagram account. If that's not censorship, if that's not pressuring people to sample only approved speech, then I don't know what is. You say, well, I mean, all you got to do is appeal to Facebook, and I'm sure they'll be very accommodating. No, there is no appeal. Mark Zuckerberg and Big Tech, aside from Elon Musk, Twitter, is all in on censorship, and so is the Biden administration. I'll prove it to you next.